Welcome back, everyone, to a Slab Stocks podcast. Today, Nate and I are actually in the same place recording for the first time in probably two months. hey And we are here to cover a couple players in the NBA through the first week of the season. It's actually actually been pretty electric. There's a lot of big performances happening each night. Uh, Kyrie dropped a 50, 50 bomb on opening night. But we're not going to cover him because he took two losses and his prices probably have not changed much. Um, but we do have some guys to talk about. And we're just going to go with a short format here. We're not going to do a full week recap. Uh, we'll get into that more so as the season goes on, hitting on some longer recaps. But for this one, we want to keep it simple. We want we wanted to provide three players that have went up in price and have played extremely well. Two players that we think have some room in their prices and also are performing well. And then one player that has disappointed so far this season. And I think a lot of you guys might know who that is if you've tracked the NBA into this offseason and all the hype that was coming around with that. Uh, but I figured to start, you want to go 3 2 1 or 1 2 3? 3 2 1. All right, 3 2 1. So for three players that have exploded so far to start the season, we're doing Trey Young, Luka Doncic, and Carl Anthony Towns. I'm, I got Nate here to give us the stats, I'll provide some price, some price details. So you want to dish us the stats? Who do you want first? Let's go Trey. Trey? <coughs> All right, so Trey has been unbelievable. Those of you that aren't following the Atlanta Hawks very closely, which I'm sure is a significant amount of people. <coughs> uh, Trey only played two games. Getting almost 37 minutes in each of those games. Is shooting 58 or 59% from the field. Uh, he's shooting 55% from three on 10 attempts a game, which is absolutely insane. I've never seen somebody take, you know, I know it's only two games, but that's 23s in two games. That's Where is insane. he? He's 11 for? Uh, it must be 11 for, nine, for 20. Oh, yeah, 11 for 20. Yeah. Um, and uh, shooting 75% from the free throw, which you'd like to see that a little bit higher. You'd like to see that in the 80s from a guy like Trey Young, but nothing too terrible right now on eight attempts per game. And then he's also... He's doing 38.5 points per game, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 1.5 steals. All this comes with a slight caveat <coughs> in that he is uh, averaging 5.5 turnovers per game. But for a heavy usage like that, you're, it's kind of expected. Yeah. I mean, shooting 20 sometimes a game, passing the ball all the time. You know, you see that with your Hardens and your Westbrooks and stuff like that. Yeah. Except they're not shooting 50-plus percent from three. They're shooting, like, 20. <laughs> and that's not going to keep up. Right. I mean, right now, through two games, he has a 40.9 PER. Yeah. That's, Giannis was at, like, 27 last year, 28. Season. So. Do you see that Harden was two for 18 from threes again in their last game? That's ridiculously bad. But to shed a little knowledge on what's happened here with his prices, so going into, this, into the season, he was around 300 or so dollars, uh, approaching 320 for a Trey Young Prism Silver PSA 10. And after the first game, they went up to 350. And then when they're at 350, he dropped his second really great game and they went up to 400. And then on his day off, the day after the game, they went from 400 to 500 on Buy It Now's. And now they're sitting at 500 today. Didn't so, even have to play. Yeah. He, <coughs> through two games, he went from $300 to $500. Uh, where do we go from here? Honestly, I have no idea because this is. Uh, Starting to become a very unpredictable market. Lots of money flowing through. It's hard to use historical data. Also, his numbers he's putting up right now are unsustainable. Sir, which is a exactly. problem. Exactly. So unsustainable numbers with a huge price growth. I'm not saying that uh, Trey can't go up over time, but it almost seems as if they have to come back to 400. Yeah, I imagine soon. we'll see. We'll see a drop 
If you have one right now, I would. I I don't want to. This is this is yeah. what I would do. Yeah. Don't take this for anything, but uh, <clears throat> I would sell now. He inevitably is not going to keep shooting 55% from three. He'll probably settle in around like, I don't know, 42 probably if he's taking 10 a game and is as good as I think he is. It'd be awesome. Um, uh, he's not going to keep shooting 59% from the field. So, you know, these are going to see a drop. You take your 500, you, <coughs> you sell. He has a couple games where he's not <coughs> absolutely amazing. <coughs> they drop into that 400 some range. Yeah, you buy back. Yeah, you make a little. Well, you make your first three hundred dollars in profit or two hundred dollars. Then you save a hundred bucks. That's what so I do. Sitting pretty well. Now you run the risk. Maybe he has all the next three games are just as good as this. Yeah. And all of a sudden it goes up into the six seven hundreds, and then it drops into the five hundreds again, and then you're going to be like, "Dang it, my can't team. even can't yeah. buy it back." So. Um. But just know that they're unsustainable numbers. Yes. So eventually we'll see a correction. Just like as we do with baseball through the first couple of games when people are freaking out about Tim Beckham yeah. and all those guys. Though we should say that 500, it's not like 500 is too much. No, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I thought he, he should have been more expensive as it was going into the season. Yeah. It's just when, when anything rises as fast, it can crash easily as quickly is what we're trying to say. Yeah. However, Trey is awesome and we both think that. All right, Luka Doncic is next, who kind of, I don't want to say quietly because his prices have gone up, but because of Trae Young's first two games, I feel like that they haven't really even highlighted Luka as much, but he's been had some really good games and put up some great numbers. Yeah, Luka's been great to start the year. He's played three games. He also, like, like Trey is averaging 36 minutes a game. Uh, he's shooting 50% from the field <coughs> on 20 shots a game. Only shooting 31% from three, which is a little bit lower than last year. He shot 32%, 33% if you round up uh, last year from three. Um, he's shooting 79% from free throw. And he's averaging 29 points a game, uh, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 2.5 steals, 4.5 uh, turnovers. Uh, so his numbers, like Trey's, really good. Trey's averaging more points, but less rebounds and about the same assists. Luca's getting more steals in here, and they both don't have any blocks on the year. Also, and, and Luca's averaging less turnovers. Yeah, Luca also put up, <coughs> put up a triple double in one of the games, and was also one assist away. I know last night for another triple double, and I mean, granted, Trey has been close too, so yeah, not too much spread there. Uh, but for price range, going to the season. Luca was around five hundred and seventy-five dollars for his silver prism PSA tens. Over the summer, they are around four fifty to five hundred. And at that point, I'm like, wow, this is a super high supply of a card. I know there's over a thousand PSA tens now of this. Um, how much higher can it go? Obviously, we are in a very bull market right now because now that card is going for eight hundred dollars in a week. So five hundred seventy-five to eight hundred dollars in a week, and. Who knows? Like at this point, projecting this is so difficult. Um, it's such a long season, and in two games we see this big of a rise. It just feels as if you know, if you're buying at eight hundred, it might not be a great idea if you're looking to turn it. You know, I guess if you're looking to put away in a chest for there's, five there's, years, there's safer options, I guess. Yeah. While it can go up, there's a lot of guys that can go up and will go up. 
but they're not overly safe, you can take that money and spend it somewhere else and get a much safer option. It, it, or <laughs> you can just wait it out and see what happens because it just feels $800 right now is so much for a silver PSA 10. Or you can look at a different card for less risk. You go, you buy a, an optic, maybe an optic blue velocity for like 50 bucks or something, or maybe a hollow, but that, those are like 700 now, so probably not. Um, also, low-key, we forgot to mention Marvin Bagley out for four to six weeks. DeAndre Aiden suspended for 25 games. I'm not saying to go drop your whole wad on those Zion two. Zion Williams out Zion, for four to six weeks. You all know that, but yeah, it's three big names, three true. big guys. But my point is that Bagley has already dropped 110 for a Prism Silver PSA 10, and those are going for 150 before his injury. Might be a really good time to buy, just saying. True. So watch that out for that. Um, but we'll move on here with our uh, our three big guys. So next is Carl Towns, who through the first couple of games I know has the highest win shares and the highest value over, value over replacement player. Yes, yeah, so Carl Anthony Towns, three games in, shooting 52% from the field. Shooting 51%, 52% for a round up from three. Uh, <clears throat> only shooting 63% from free throw. That's, that's a little concerning. That's a big drop. What was he last year, like 80 83%. Yeah. 85% the year before that, 83% the year before that, 81% the year before that. Should get it up. Um, averaging 13 rebounds a game, five assists, which is a career high. I mean, I know it's only three games, but you'd like to see that continue. Uh, three steals a game so far, which... <coughs> If these numbers continue, he will be averaging a career high in points, a career high in rebounds, a career high in assists, a career high in steals, and a career high in blocks because he's averaging two blocks a game right now, along with almost a career low in turnovers. I feel like that that's the type of season it's going to be, though, career year Yep, for him. So it doesn't well, he's 24, me. just entering that prime. Oh, yeah. And his prices <laughs> have... will be 24 and... Uh, Still 23? 17 well, days, something like that. Yeah, still. It's crazy. Um, prices have been reacting very quickly. I know that they're around $40 over the summer. Got up to around 60 preseason. Uh, for a Prism-based PSA 10 rookie, not the silver. Those are very expensive because they're very rare. Um, but today now, by an I was getting hit for $100 to $110 on Prism-based PSA 10s of Carl Towns. So if you chose to buy Towns in the offseason and chose to buy a lot of them, like we know someone that did, you will be sitting very, very nice right now. Shout out Towns. Sutton. Shout out Sutton. So that is our three biggest movers of the first week of the NBA season, which actually are pretty huge movements in my mind. Going, Taking a card from $300 to $500 is pretty difficult over a week. Taking a card from $600 to $800 is even harder. And then Towns is your, your general undervalued big that – Always contributed more than people probably gave him credit for. And now that he had some really monster performances and pretty much, you know, start of an MVP candidate type season, uh, it seems like his prices are kind of realigning here. Uh, now for the two players that we picked out that could have some price movement here coming forward, uh, depending on how they perform, of course. Um, <coughs> I'm just going to start off with who I picked. Nate and I both picked one for this. I went with. A player that was also on my buy list for the NBA preview podcast, and that's Kristaps Porzingis. I know Nate's got the stats here to share, but I'll just talk about his prices really quick. Uh, currently, his PSA 10s are worth $75. Before the season, they were selling around $65. So only a $10 movement, and what the stats that Nate are going to share hopefully uh, will help his prices going forward if he keeps it up. 
Yeah, so Kristaps, um, obviously, you all know, 7-3, yada, yada, yada. A big concern of mine going into the season that they would use him as like a, just a large shooting guard. Um, and while defensively he, he's playing down low, it's there's some concern here. He has 26 points a game, which is really nice, but he's only short, shooting 46% from the f- field, uh, 40% from three, which is really nice, but you'd expect a guy at 7-3 to be in the the 50% range. For, yeah, from, from, field for, goal. from the field goal. Um <coughs> Shooting 72% from free throw, again, for 26 points a game. So the shooting percentages are nice, especially three and free throw. Uh, Field goal percentage would like to be up a little bit. (coughs) What I find a little bit concerning is his total rebounds. uh, He's averaging five and a half rebounds per game as a seven-foot three human being. (laughs) Um, Three and a half assists, which is up, uh, which is a career high. I, again, only through three games, but three and a half, whereas before he'd only average in the ones. Um, 0.3 steals a game, which is pretty poor, but then 2.7 blocks, which is really nice. That would be a career high if it continues. Um, and 2.3 turnovers, which is also a career high. Uh, you know, you'd like to see more rebounds. You're probably not going to see more assists with uh, Luca. Luca there. <coughs> steals are, who cares? Um, the blocks are really nice. Uh, there's a lot of things to like here. Uh, one thing I would, two things I'd like to see more of is just a couple more rebounds, get into like that seven, eight range and, uh, get that field goal percentage at least higher into the higher forties or low fifties. So maybe, you know, that's probably the reason why we weren't seeing this hundred dollar PSA 10 Kristaps, but you know, correct a couple of things. Already putting up a bunch of points shooting well on his way to doing some good things. Nate, you want to talk about your guy a little bit? So my guy is Bradley Beal of Washington. Uh, you'll have noticed that if you pay attention, he's had a pretty terrible start to the year. <coughs> he's played three games. His highest shooting percentage is uh, 32%. He went 8 for 25, 7 for 22, and 7 for 25 in his three games, which is real bad. That's not good. 28, 28%. 32%, 32%. He shot in his three games, one for 11 from three, three for 11 from three, three for eight from three for 9%, 27%, and 37% from three in those three games. Uh, he is 10 for 14 on the year from free throw, which is okay, not spectacular. I mean, Kelly Oubre is 19 for 19 type of thing, right? <coughs> Former teammate Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Um, he's got a grand total of 17 rebounds through three games, which is nice from a guard and 23 assists, which is nice, but he also has, uh, eight turnovers in his three games. Um, so it's like, it's one of those things where he's had some pretty poor games. Overall, his numbers look okay. 20 points a game, five and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists, (coughs) but you expect those shooting numbers to turn around, and once those shooting numbers turn around, uh, people are going to pay a lot more attention, and he's the only guy on his team. True. And what's his three-point <coughs> shooting percent again? His three-point shooting percentage is 23%. Yeah, see, I mean, he's which like is a, by far a career low. What was he, like 40-some last year? 35% last oh, year, which is a career low. Yeah. Then 37. He's been turning in the wrong direction for a couple of years here straight, but... 
there's no chance he just suddenly turns into a 23% yeah, three point shooter. Way. And also, the nice thing is is that his prices have dropped with this. So his Prism Green rookies back in 2012, that was the only retail parallel. And then the only hobby one. Well, there's two hobby ones. There's a silver and a gold. So all of them are very rare. The green were going for 150 in the offseason. And now they're down to 77 and one sold for an auction. I must warn you, greens are rare. They're not readily available. It's not like that you can go to eBay and buy one for 77 right now. But you can find some base to buy. Uh, maybe some base B at PSA 10s. So Bradley Beal may be a guy that can be on the rise if he just gets those shooting numbers up. Seems like yeah, a, it's it's a risk. Yeah. But we all know how good Bradley Beal can be. Uh, and I don't I don't think anybody expects him to keep shooting 30% from the field and 23% from three. Yeah, I mean, I sure don't. Not a chance. And 71% from free throw, which is would be by far his career low by almost uh, 5%. And also, he did just get handed that big big extension before the season, so hopefully he lives up to the booking for that. Yeah. And then moving on to our disappointment of the first week of the NBA season is none other than very hyped-up De'Aaron Fox, 2017 rookie. Had a breakout season last year, and a lot of people uh, were expecting another step forward, which would most likely make him turn into a... Fringe All-Star starter in the West based on his prices. They went up to around $400 for a PSA 10 silver, which is a lot of money. That's uh, more than Trey Young. Donovan Mitchell was 330 at the same time, and I think all of us can agree that Donovan Mitchell is a far superior player. Spending 400 on Darren Fox. <coughs> Ridiculous. And the difficult thing is, is that can't really track his prices because the last one that sold was on auction for $300 on the day of the opening of the NBA season when the Kings did not play. And I'm pretty sure that people are very, very scared to realize that they will lose money on a $400 deer and Fox Silver. And why is there, why are they losing money? Because of these stats right here. Yeah, let's do it. 15 points a game. Two and a half rebounds a game. Five assists a game. .3 steals a game. These are all lower. Zero blocks a game. Three and a half turnovers a game. His points are down from last year. Now, again, I say this every time. This is only three games. <coughs> so don't freak out after three games. If the prices go down, maybe it's a buying opportunity. But what the numbers are telling us, <coughs> lower in points from last year, lower in blocks, lower in steals, lower in assists, lower in rebounds. He's shooting... 75% from free throw, which is fine. 44% from three, which is fine. But only 38% from the field, uh, which is 36% on twos, um, which is quite terrible. And for his game logs, he is shot three of seven from the field for 42%. Seven or 43%. <coughs> seven for 18 for 39%. And three for nine for 33%. Um bunch of turnovers per game three turnovers three turnovers and five turnovers in his three games and his plus minus which is uh when he's on the court your team if your team scores more points than your they give up you like if they score two more points than they give up you're plus two on the game it means you are a positive contributor while you're on the court as a team he is negative 17 negative 16 and negative 27 oh, in his three games that's bad so when he's been on the court other teams have outscored his team by 
20, 30, 50 40, some. 54, 60. 60. When he's been on the court, his team has been outscored by 60 points. It's not good. Now, a lot of his teammates have blame in that, too. Right, like Bagley's injured, too, so they don't even <coughs> really have their top pick from last year playing, but it's but, a lot. But it's 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 rough, so. Yeah. But also keep in mind, long season can turn around. Yeah. It's, Obviously, I mean, you, you he's can't, talented. You should never make a investment, good or bad, off of a three-game stretch. Yeah. That's how you lose money. Yeah. Sometimes you make money. But most of the time you're losing. But most of the time you're going to lose it. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Well, I think that sums up our week one uh, six-player roundup here. (coughs) Oh, I want to give a quick shout-out. Yeah. (coughs) He has no cards, um, so don't be going – well, I assume he doesn't have any cards. Don't be going looking for him on eBay. But Kedrick Nunn of the Heat was a G League player last year. I hadn't heard of him before. All he's done in his first three games this year is 22 points a game, 3.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 2 steals. He's shooting 52% from the field, 42% from 3, and 1,000% from free throw. Uh, I think only like 5 attempts, 6 attempts, whatever it was. 100%. (laughs) But still shooting 100%. So just a nice little shout-out, and only 2 turnovers. Nice shout out to him to go from G League to all of a sudden starter on the Heat to looking like a guy that can't be taken out of the starting rotation. Crazy. And he's only starting because of the Butler injury, correct? Yeah. Wow. Well, so. congrats to him. Make something out of nothing. Yep. Well, not nothing, but you know. Well, for the rest of the week, we have podcasts coming on Wednesday. We would have NFL the recap. Week nine, I think. Week eight. Week eight. Yep. Week 8 of the NFL recap coming up here. Uh, Packers got a big dub last night. And then we will be running our uh, Instagram content, like always, throughout the week with different posts. Uh, We made a couple posts today about some things that were happening, so you guys should go check that out, as always. And thank you for listening. And then the uh, Sunday Slab on Sunday. True. Sunday Slab on Sunday. Uh, You know, nice little recap of the week. I had a good highlight uh, piece this week of Kentucky basketball cards on Instagram, uh, did an insanely kind gesture and is auctioning off his one-of-one one Zion RJ dual auto from Prism Collegiate Basketball, 9.510 on eBay, and is giving 100% of the proceeds to a charity fund that he has worked with in the past, which is pretty incredible considering it's at 15K after four hours of listing. Probably going to be a 25 grand card. Um, possibly Maybe more. more. Yeah. Um, again, if you like content like that, um, especially Kentucky Basketball, which is... An unbelievable gesture. <coughs> if you want to see more content like that, you can go to slabstocks.com, <coughs> put in your email, you sign up. It's a once a week thing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So Yeah, join along. With that, thank you guys for listening, and we hope to see you guys next time.